Clear Channel's iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Better than before. An hour of beauty, health, fitness, and lifestyle advice from renowned columnist and author Jane Wilkins Michael and her guest, top experts in their fields. Join Jane's campaign to become better than before. Now, here she is, Jane Wilkins Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm Jane. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for being with us. Hello, Lori Houston, my fabulous producer. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good, Jane. Thanks. Well, I am good, too, and even more so because we have an amazing guest on the show today. Now you know how our audience always requests beauty shows, right, Lori? Mm Mm-hmm. Well... We have a guest today who they will love, love, love. He is the renowned Peter Thomas Roth. He is the CEO, founder, and formulator of the much sought after Peter Thomas Roth beauty line. Now, for those of you who are glued to QVC whenever he's on, such as myself, or have seen his products in Sephora, on Ulta, or even use them when traveling, as they are the amenities that the Hilton Hotels and Resorts supply guests worldwide, they know that both his products and his beauty philosophy is second to none. And as I've said on the show before, it's all about the skin girls. Because your face is what people see first. And Peter Thomas Roth is all about having the best skin ever head to toe. Indeed, Peter has scoured the earth for the most effective ingredients out there, and he is continuously developing a comprehensive range of new products. The brand's state-of-the-art formulas have garnered countless awards across the globe by consistently delivering his core philosophy, breakthrough formulas, astonishing results. And here is Peter Thomas Roth in the flesh to tell you all about how you too can have astonishing skin. Welcome to the show, Peter Thomas Roth. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Jane. Great to be here. All right, Peter, let's backtrack a bit, okay? I'm going to take listeners on a little journey of your beauty life, and and then I'll explain why it's important that they know this. You were born into a heritage of skincare. During the late 19th and early 20th centuries, your family owned and operated two resort spas in Hungary. And to understand the significance of this, I just want to take a brief moment to talk about the concept of spas in Europe. Unlike here, where they're focused on fitness and diet and getting rid of the stress in your life, I mean, is that were even possible, in Europe, historically, and we're talking from Roman times, health resorts were based on hot springs and cleansing waters. In fact, the word spa comes from an actual town in Belgium favored by Peter the Great. It's not an acronym for like Super Pilates Association. In Europe, people take what's known as the cure, often based on doctor's prescriptions covered by medical insurance and and government health care, by the way, um, if only that were the case here. In other words, Europeans did detox before detox was cool, and they did it with water and mud that came directly from these types of thermal springs. Now to you, Peter Thomas Roth, when you launched your clinical skincare company in 1993, you set out to develop products that would have the same soothing and healing and beautifying properties um, of the mineral-rich waters that flowed through your family's spa resorts. So talk a little bit about what inspired you to do this. You know, years ago, um, and still today, when people go into these spas, these mineral in Hungary, and the reason why Hungary has so many of them, 
the Earth's crust is very thin there, so there's a lot of them. So if you dig down to get well water in the United States, you usually get well water. Over there, you're going to get um, not well water. You're going to get brown water. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be full of rich minerals. And that's why there's so many um, little spas there. <laughs> and basically, people in Europe, and you said exactly the right way, they look to look at your skin. They, you know, they, they um, dip into um, the, the baths to not only get great skin, but to heal yourself, to make you feel better. So that was kind of there all the time. And when my father came to America, um, the spas were long gone. And, um, you know, uh, he was in the jewelry business, but he always talked about skincare and skincare to me was really important basically because I have very bad acne Mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny when someone says to me, usually someone with perfect skin, they go, well, I don't really do anything. And I go, well, you don't have to do anything. That's why you don't do anything. Because if you have perfect skin, you wash your, you know, face usually in the shower and that's it and you're good to go and you need to do anything basically to get a little older. But me, I always had to do something. So it was like a little hobby, and that's how I, I got into it, because it was just a little my face, so to speak, because I looked there, and I always had sits. It's awful. You still get them. So, I, so, so basically, you know, when, when you have issues with your skin, it's exactly what you said. You walk in, and, and you could, skin just makes you look more handsome or beautiful. It's nice skin. You don't even need to have great features. If you have beautiful skin, you're be, you're already ten times beautiful. Or you could be absolutely stunning with terrible skin, and they go, "Look at her skin," or "Look at his skin." It's it's kind of interesting, but it is important. So really, the best way to do it is to work on it and to try and get the best skin you possibly have, and then your inner confidence is so much better, and you're just a happier, happier person. Everything works better when you look good and you feel good. Everything looks better with good skin. There you go. That's your that's your next that's your next <laughs> motto. What, what can I tell you? Um, now the beauty business is a multi billion dollar business industry, as we know, and a lot of people have tried to be successful in it. But to reach the top, you really have to be the best at what you do, and it's it's not easy to to trump, for lack of a better word. I apologize. The competition. What do you think sets you apart from the, from all those others? Good question. So in every one of my products, like I was going to use it, um, every one of them. And I'm a perfectionist and I really like skincare. So when I develop my products, I also have my own lab manufacturing facility. and we, I do everything in New Jersey and in New York. So I make everything myself, which means I don't have to rely on other factories to make it for me. I could put anything I want in it. And I always look at my products like, is it better to get like an apple pie um, that's baked at home when you actually cut the apples and you and it's kind of all um, nice and like crispy on the top and maybe it's hanging over a little bit, tastes so good, as opposed to like a supermarket bought one where it's just, you can tell it's machine made and it's not as good. So that's what I want my products to be, like a homemade one. And it is kind of homemade because we make everything. And I put anything I want in them because... I can. I'm not limited to price or anything. So each of my products are the best they really could be. And um, I think that's why it, people like it because they, they do what they tell you to do. Whatever the product is, it's going to do it. It's going to work. 
You know, I don't, uh, it's not easy creating products. I myself have had a hand in the creation of of, of products. Um, now, I have to tell you how it came about. I was at, When I was at Town & Country Magazine, I was invited to Yves Saint Laurent uh, Labs outside of Paris to make my own lipstick and then to report on how it was done. Um, because I think many people don't know what goes into formulating a product. Now, let's just say it was not a smashing success. Perhaps it was the fact that I made exactly two uh, because I didn't get the knack of putting it in the mold and it melted. So there are two of Jane's corals in this entire world. And they're in my drawer. <laughs> so, um, so you you told us a little bit about uh, you know how what what goes into making the product. And as I said, it's 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 not easy. So, how do you get the idea? I mean, how do you do? You listen to what your your uh, consumers want. I mean, how do you come up with new things all the time? Well, first, let's go back and how I make the product, which is really very interesting. Um, I really, really brilliant chemists that I work for me and their job is to make it happen. And let me explain what that means. So my job is to say, like, let's say we're in a restaurant and I go, you know what? I want a chocolate souffle and I want it in, 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 in this dish and I want this kind of sauce on it and I want it to rise just so high. And that's exactly what I want. So that's what I tell the chemist to do. His job, like the cook or the chef is, or the baker is to make it happen. So when you have really talented people in there and then I give them direction of exactly what I want, and sometimes I don't get what I want because it's so challenging, but we work it out. That's how, that's how the products are made or, you know, formulated. Um, at least that's how I do it. Um, now the ideas come, which is a very good question. So when I started this company, I was like, where am I going to get these ideas from? Like, if you're in the clothing business, how do you know the shirts? I, I always wondered how everyone knew in September that, what length shirts, uh, skirts are going to be, whether they're mm-hmm. long, short, or medium, right? Like, who, like who's the, like the shirt, the skirt person's telling everyone? <laughs> it's kind of the same way in in um, skincare. And there's like an undertone when you're in the business that, gee, hyaluronic moisturizers are hot. Let's get one out there. Um, you know, um, CC creams or it, let's make sure we have one. And you kind of have to be in the business, <coughs> excuse me, just like skirt lanes, you kind of have to be in the business and you kind of know. That being said, I do hear from my customers, I do hear from Sephora, I do hear from QVC and Ulta and everyone else out there, <coughs> I'm sorry, what they need or what they want. And then I cater to my customers. So, if CC creams are hot and I have one and maybe they're wanting a different color, you know, we'll come out with a different color. So here's a question for you. Um, and I get asked this a lot. Um, your, your brand is not inexpensive. And again, the question is, is there a difference between um, mass market products and top of the line options, such as what you offer in the actual ingredients? Good question. So there actually is. Um, first, if I, one of my products has 7% glycolic acid in it or um, 30% hyaluronic acid or whatever I put in it, I usually like to put it on there because I like to be transparent. There is that much. In a drugstore setting, when you're buying something for you know, $4.99, $5.99, you actually can't afford to put it in. 
And the base of the creams, sometimes if it's shea butter or if it's um, expensive peptides or it doesn't really matter what it is, if you put a lot of it in, it's just expensive. Um, and that's the way it happens. Um, so, dr- so certain drugstore products are great, but if you want, you can put 24% peptides in like my unwrinkled night cream and sell it in a drugstore because it's just too expensive to formulate basically. So there is a difference between math and um, you're not, you are getting your money's worth. Right. And, and you know, something else, I, I think the in, ingredients in, in most products are, are confusing at best. Most people can't pronounce them, let alone what, know what they are. What should we be looking for in, in products for in general? So Interesting, you should say that. I have a very smart. I started. It was like a little culty kind of brand I had, and my um, people who bought me were really smart. They were the beauty editors and whatever, and they were googling and translating. And so, I had to make sure everything was perfect. Um, that being said, I, I was the first one to put everything on the front of a label. No one else did it. Uh, even when I was, when my mother took me to get like active stuff at, at Bloomingdale's, I never understood, like the bottle of the jar would just say, you know, uh, night cream or day cream, but wh- like what's in it? Like what's, what's the magic in it? So I put all the magic in uh, on the front. So with my brand, it's all written there. Um, and it's, it's some copied it. Like Women's Wear Daily said, I was a pioneer in that. And I'm like, yeah, but this is just so simple. Just it's just like how many horsepower does your car have? Just put it on, you know, like everyone knows how many horsepower your car has, mm-hmm. uh, not just hide it. So what to look for? That's a very interesting question too, because let's just talk about, for example, a vitamin C product. So everyone needs vitamin C, but some people like to have their vitamin C in oranges. Some people like it in grapefruit juice. Some people like it in, let's say, a strawberry. Some people like to chew it in a vitamin. Some people may like it in lemon. So basically everyone needs it, but everyone's taking it differently. Um, my products are kind of the same thing. So let's just say you want to fight your wrinkles. Someone might be looking for peptides because they read all these great things about peptides. Some might be looking for hyaluronic acid. Some might be looking for glycolic acid. It depends what that individual person is looking for. So I have almost 60 to 100 items in my line because I want to cater to that person who wants orange juice or the grapefruit juice, not just give them orange. And when you say, what are you looking for? Depends who you are. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Oh, no, no. It makes, it makes more sense than my question. So I should have been a little bit more. (laughs) I should have asked you for different age groups. And, And that's actually my, my next question, because I read that Allure magazine is giving the heave ho for again, lack of a better word to the term anti-aging. And instead, uh, instead feels we should celebrate the beauty in all ages. Oh, please. They say that growing older is a wonderful thing because it means we get a chance every day to live a full, happy life. Um, now, I know we should appreciate uh, rather than fight aging. And again, a lot of people are looking for anti-aging uh, products. Um, so let's go with anti-agers now, and then we'll talk about the alternatives for, for the term. Uh, let's say, because what should you look for when you want to keep your skin looking younger? Okay, so there's two things on that, um, depending on the age. But let's say you're 21 or 22, 
you, you should have basically flawless skin. However, I'm sure there might be there might be a um, a little line somewhere or a little freckle or a little sun damage. It doesn't really matter. You, you're most definitely going to have it. Uh, if, and I look at it as like the new car thing. You know, you get a brand new car and your first little scratch on the bottom by the fender that no one can see but you will drive you absolutely crazy. And mm-hmm. then you'll have a car that's five years old that's got a, a whole bunch of dings and dents. They don't really bother you, but maybe one or two might, the, the, the one by, I don't know, the hood or something, you might want to fix. So it doesn't matter if you're 21 or you're 90. Everyone has... If you're looking for a cream or a lotion, everyone has an issue. An issue can be solved. I look. I don't look at it really age-wise. I look at it skin type-wise. So I would. I think a 22-year-old could buy the same product a 90-year-old is, except if if she's very oily, and or if she's dry, you might buy a different product. I, I kind of look at it differently. I don't say that. I, I you know people always say well. Can you categorize? I don't know. I could, I could see all the 20-year-olds doing it or all the 50-year-olds or the 40-year-olds. I, I don't look at it that way. I don't know if I'm doing it right or wrong. I just don't look at it that way. Obviously doing, you're obviously doing it right because you're extremely successful. <laughs> you, you, you have what they call the magic formulas. So, um, But you know, getting back to the, that story and the anti-aging, um, they said that every wrinkle, every scar tells a story about their lives. You know, and, and I'd rather write my own story that doesn't involve wrinkles um, or scars, for that matter, <laughs> I must say. Um, I agree. Um, although, you know, when I broke my leg and I needed surgery and the scar faded, I wanted to tattoo another one back on so everyone would know what a warrior I had been. And, you know, Lori knows what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, what is it? Let's, let's focus on, you know, more about the getting older because I'm in that category. What what um, What is it about getting older that we should celebrate, do you think? Uh, well, every day is a gift. So every, I think everyone should strive to live to 120. So that's a given, and and you should enjoy life. However, I see no reason why the sun's really your biggest enemy. Like, if you're going to be outdoors all summer long, you're going to get crepey skin in your 50s and 60s, no matter what you do. So, is it really that hard to wear a, a rash guard with long sleeves, even the ones that cover the top of your hands. I mean, so you're a little hot. Does it really matter? And I have a trick for that too, by the way, in a second. or wear a hat, wear a ton of sunscreen. That's your number one thing. So it, I'm not saying don't go out and not stay away from the sun. I'm just saying try and protect yourself. Even t- like at lunchtime today, if you're walking out to a corner or you're to your car, or if you're in a, um, in New York City like I am, I'm going to get hit with 10 minutes there and 10 minutes back of direct sunlight. So it's basically like I took a bench in the sun and didn't wear your sunblock. That's anti-aging. That's aging you. And it's really hard um, not to do it, but it's really not that hard to protect yourself, quite frankly. Um, And if you do that, it really helps. Now, getting used to being old is a whole other thing. You know, it's a whole other, you know, I think God is generous where we get old really slowly. <laughs> Can you imagine going from like 30 to 70, like a week? But by the time you are 70, you're kind of used to it. It's kind of the car you've had. You love it. You know, it's a little dinged, but who cares? Um, and some people are 
very um, good at it and gracious, and they love getting old with wisdom, and and that's great. And they may never want to buy wrinkle product at all. They just need a cleanser, and that's fine because it's all about you. And then some people aren't, so they want to try their best to look younger. It's really a personal choice. I, I don't have a problem with either, uh, you know, as long as if you're looking old and you have your self-confidence and you're happy, you know, God bless you. Well, that's a, that's one way to look at it. As a matter of fact, going back to sun, I talked to a plastic surgeon. He said we'd be out of business if it weren't for the sun. So some people like the sun. <laughs> it's totally true. So here's my thing with the sun. If I'm like in France for that one week and someone is graciously inviting me to like the beach or the pool or something that's kind of fun, like whatever, I'm definitely going to enjoy that day no matter what. But that's one or two days out of 365. You know, I just pile up on the sunblock, maybe with a rash guard. But if I don't, it's not so bad. I'm just saying the ones who are playing tennis every single day in Florida or California, you know, you're outside every single day. You got to cover up. You know, even a sunblock won't even be able to help by the time you sweat through it or you reapply it. You know, you really have to work it. But, you know, also... um no matter how much work you can get done, whether it's a lift or laser fillers or Botox or combination of them all, you aren't going to look any younger unless you really take care of your skin, period. You know, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a basic. So no matter what products you use, what, aside from the sun, what are some of the other basics that you recommend? So, so what you said is really key because if you have a very um, wrinkled neck or if you have a lot of bags under your eyes and you could surgically get them taken away, which you can in most cases or look significantly better, that'll be gone, though, that like rooster neck and those heavy bags. However, your skin will still have fine lines and, and, and light wrinkles because a plastic surgeon can't do that. Um, so you can go from glycolic acid glycolic acid is one of those wonderful things that I have in my line that just does fine lines and wrinkles all the time and uneven skin tone I have a retinol product that retinol um, not a prescription strength a little less like where we have my retinal fusion PM is great it's just it's not going to make you peel or anything it just helps also with fine lines wrinkles uneven skin tone there's peptides and neuropeptides that, that help the appearance of your of those deep wrinkles of um, bringing up making the skin more plump like hyaluronic acid it's all good it's just a matter of how you how you what's in your interest now when you go to a because um, when you're on QVC obviously and, and you talk about what line is good for what but how do you know basically um, what what would be good for you from your line so QVC is a little different than everyone else because we, the buyers and I have narrowed down a couple of products that we think the QVC customer would want. And sometimes in an hour show, we might try eight products there. Um, what resonates on QVC might not resonate in a spa, Ulta, or Sephora. I think that really has to do with on QVC, if I have a product like my Retinal Fusion PM, I can really educate the customer, but on QVC, you can actually talk about it for, you know, quite a while. (laughs) So it's different. It's just different way of 
selling it as, as opposed to we're not really in department stores. If you go into a department store, that lady could really sell it to you where in an open sale environment, you kind of have to get it yourself. They assist you, but they don't sell it to you or explain it to you or take the time out or may, they may not even know the products cold because it's not, you know, a department store. This is what it, this is, this is what, if you, this is your concern, this is what it's going to do and this is how it's going to do it. Now let me show you before and after, let me show you clinical studies. Let me show you some um, rave reviews and if it's for you, you know, pick up the phone. <laughs> so it's just a great educational way to really explain about a product for, you know, 10 minutes or something. Yeah, I know that's why it, it, I used to, sometimes I used to go to Sephora and do like they did an event. It doesn't really work because I'd be sitting there and then I'd have one person I'd be talking to for like 10 minutes and, the, and then the next person would be 10 minutes and there'd be like a whole bunch of people behind them and they'd be looking at the clock and go, really? Like, you know, so that's why QVC works so well is because you can really take a deep dive into the product and explain it all. Um, and not just like flipping a magazine page and reading about it or, you know, having someone explain it in the store, even in Sephora, they won't have the before and afters, even at, at Bloomingdale's they won't, or, or Saks, they won't have before and afters. They don't, they don't have the, they don't have all that stuff available to them, but that's why QVC is just so different. So it's great. It's like a show, you know, it's like a, um, you know, you can watch it like you're watching like a series, you know, like this is us. You can just watch QVC. It has everything. And it's educational. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. I you, know, you don't have to buy it. Even if you watch it, you, you learn yeah, a lot. Exactly. No, for definitely. Now, Peter Thomas Roth, um, you have a lot to do on any given day. Um, how do you personally stay in shape for everything you have to do a couple of lifestyle personal lifestyle suggestions to end the show okay so i used to be able to eat everything i mean i could eat an entire box of yodels and be happy because <laughs> i like that kind of stuff and not gain an ounce and i don't know like last few years any bread or pasta goes right it's just a, it's awful so unfortunately, about two years ago, I stopped eating bread and pasta. I mean, I'll take a little bite here. So it's like usually after a meal, I'll take a piece of bread. But if the bread is on the table for the meal, it won't be the basket because I'll have devoured it. So that's my thing um, to stay away from that. I am um, eating less. I just used to eat because the food was there. <laughs> I like food. <laughs> so now I just, I'm more picky and and I could have like a bite of a chocolate cake. I don't have to have the whole chocolate cake. Literally, some of it can be that because it's so good. And exercise-wise, I've fallen in love with rowing. It's so good. And um, one of the reasons why I like it sounds really silly is because I sit the whole time. <laughs> so exercising and sitting is such a brilliant concept. Um, and it does everything. So it's kind of my little secrets in exercising and eating. Now, oh, another thing which is really interesting. If you want to lose weight, um, you have to have a little good fat, which I didn't know, which means half and half, like in coffee or avocado. And if you don't have good, and skin milk is fattening. So if you don't have good, good fat in your diet, you can't lose weight. Just kind of doesn't make any sense, but 
That's the way it is. And and you also need it for your skin. I mean, people who eat no fat at all, they tend to have much drier and and sort of crepier skin. So I I do think that makes an awful lot of sense because I like to eat full fat milk and as you said, half and half. I've I've erased the yodel line completely. The fact you even ate those is shocking to me, Peter Thomas Roth. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually shocked by that comment, but that's okay. It's so good. Did you ever put them in the refrigerator? And just, oh, the chocolate's so good. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't even consider buying them. It's like buying Twinkies. I mean, oof. But anyway, they, they have a place. I'm not, you know, it, everyone yeah, is entitled to eat their ho-hos exactly. or yodels. Um, so in, fin- in final, your final, um, my final question is, is there one piece of advice you would offer women everywhere? For your skin, I would say um, just try figure out how to stay out of the sun or if you go outside just to cover your skin, whether it's sunblock or, or covering it up, but don't not go out. And the last thing is just really, if you sleep well, um, your eyes will already look better and your skin, you know, the, the blackness goes it's so much better just by a good night's sleep as opposed to just a few hours here and there. That black stuff is really hard to work on then. Those are kind of the two things. Well, that's excellent advice. Now, if you want even more advice, everyone, then do go to Peter Thomas Roth's website. And what would that be? PeterThomasRoth.com. Easy enough. Easy easy enough. I just want to say your name again. (laughs) I know, it takes so long. PeterThomasRoth.com. And we can find you basically everywhere else Sephora, as well. Alta, QVC, spas. Um, Every, everywhere. Not everywhere. Just everyone thinks we're everywhere. Whatever city you're in, you'll be able to find us, but we're actually not everywhere. The good news is if you live in Wyoming or Texas or Miami or California or New York, you, if you're interested, you'd definitely be able to find products, but we're not in really in department stores. But if you go to PeterThomasRoth.com, we can find you. So you're basically everywhere. (laughs) Lots of stuff there. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being with us. You're quite wonderful. It was nice to meet you off of QVC. As I said, I'm a big fan. I watch you. But now it's nice to meet you in person. It was a treat. And thanks so much for being with us. Everyone, that is our show. Thank you again, Peter Thomas Roth. And thank Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Lori, as always. And all of you out there, thank you so much for listening. This is Jane Wilkins-Michael. I'll see you very soon. Until then, be wise, be well, be better than before. Have a question for Jane? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. The Jane Wilkins-Michael Show is brought to you by Express Scripts and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.